Yes, guys, I hope we are good and welcome to another episode of the Connection Builder podcast. So we're not on a Thursday today, but the 1st of February and something that I wanted to uh, touch on today is a little bit of a different one. Um, based off of obviously January, what I kind of wanted to go through today is the, I thought it was going to be five, but I've actually got six. So the six biggest things that we are finding coaches are doing really, really well when it comes to their outreach. So this isn't the, just the coaches that we are working with. It is coaches that, we, that we've seen, that we will speak to. They're seeing very good success with their outreach and their DMs. These are the common traits and common things that they are doing. So ultimately, if we reverse engineer this, if you start going in and doing this, okay, you are going to see success as well. Now, success is going to look different for different people. Okay, I think ultimately the end goal, obviously, when it comes to outreach is booked calls and clients into our business. Okay, take it one step further. It is generating leads, but ultimately taking it back it is nurturing, building relationships and having as many connections on the go as possible okay and I think that on the go is so important okay I see it far too many times with coaches they have a couple of good conversations which is which is great but then they hang all their hopes on those two conversations converting and if they don't for whatever reason you feel like you're starting back at the beginning now the thing is is we need to make sure we are having multiple conversations on the go all of the time OK, it is very rare, obviously, using the clients um, as the examples today, it's very rare for me to go into their account and they don't have 15, 20 plus uh, messages to respond to. Right. And that is without follow ups. People that we spoke to yesterday um, in terms of people we met sent a call link to that we need to follow up with. That's not including any of those. This is just responses in their inbox. OK, now I know for some of you having that many messages might seem absolutely impossible. And maybe for some of you as well, you might think, holy fucking shit, I would hate to have that many conversations on the go. You know, you can feel stressed, feel like you need to be salesy, etc. But these are low key conversations where we are nurturing, having a chat based off of, of those like, say, let's say 20 responses. They're going to be at different stages in their journey through the conversation. Some might literally just be a new follower. Some might be where we've re-engaged it after they clicked on a poll. Some might be they put their hands up for something. So obviously we're in the kind of going through the process in terms of uh, looking at uh, their goals and their struggles and everything, everything like that. So they're all going to be at different stages. But something we need to think about is how do we get to that stage? How do we get to the stage where we have multiple conversations on the go? Because when we do that, the panic then lowers, right? As I say, so many people, they hang their hopes on a couple of conversations. They don't or may not necessarily go anywhere, okay? And you're like, holy fucking shit, where is my next lead coming from? Holy shit, when am I going to get a call booked, right? Holy shit, three people have just left. What do I, I need to do? Because when that happens, that's when you then go into panic mode. You go into pushy mode. You go into salesy mode. You go to direct in the DMs, okay? And ultimately, not only are you not warming anybody up, but you're putting them off, okay? And that's never a position that we want to be in, okay? So let's get into it. So we're going to go through six different ways, okay? Now, as I say, ultimately, if you implement them, okay, it will work. All right. Everyone's audience size is different. I get that. Everybody's audience quality is going to be different as well. So if you just switch niche, ultimately, you might have a lot of people in your audience that aren't going to be a good fit. That's fine. OK, but these are the things we need to implement on a consistent basis. So first one is touch points. OK, multiple, multiple touch points. 
not to the point that we are messaging these people every single day. Okay, there's different methods and strategies that we can use based off the last time you communicated with them. But when it comes to engagement, when it comes to liking their posts, commenting on their posts, okay, as I say, we need to do this over the board, okay, not be the person that likes 10 posts in the space of a minute, all right? It's multiple touch points, but over a set period of time, okay? Multiple touch points following up. So as a general rule of thumb, Okay, if you've had a good conversation with somebody and it's got to the point of health and fitness goals and you've messaged them and they've not messaged back, we would always follow up the next day. Okay, if you're just having general chit chat and the conversation's not really gone anywhere, that's when you'd then engage. And then we'd look to restart that conversation three to four weeks down the line if that person is still watching your stuff. That's the general rule of thumb. Okay, you don't want to be the person that's just jumping in the one box all of the time. Okay, but it's multiple touch points. As I say, you'll have people in your audience that are ready to buy on day two. You're going to have people in your audience that are ready to buy in year two. But multiple touch points of being there over the ones where it does take a little bit longer. And it's also not being afraid to do that. OK, sometimes we can be very much along the lines of that's shit. Like, why, why would I follow up that person? They're clearly not interested. OK, not the case. People's thought processes, their days, everything about them changes regularly. Okay, so someone that was actually in a really good spot last Monday, okay, might not be in a very good spot today, 10 days later, right? Things will always change. You will have had it many times where you've jumped into somebody's inbox message and just asking how they got on and they'll be like, oh, literally, I was thinking about messaging you. Oh, oh, your messages landed at the right time, right? That's because we're jumping in and actually following up with them and not just being like, well, I spoke to that person in January 2021 and they weren't interested, so there's no point in messaging them again. If they are in your niche and they could be a good fit, message them again okay multiple multiple touch points number two hands in the air right give people the opportunity to be like yes i want that okay now this doesn't need to be do you want to book a call okay because obviously that's the more direct way to get people to put their hands in the air but there's multiple other ways that we can do it okay even you do a question box in your stories and someone asks a question that to me is an opportunity for them to put their hand in there because they're putting themselves in front of you and asking a question especially if it's program based or how do i overcome x or how do i overcome y they they're literally putting themselves in front of you saying i'm going to ask you this question because that's what i need help with that is a very easy conversation starter but it's multiple multiple times so when it comes to lead magnets webinars trainings whatever it is that you are doing for your current clients so we're not having to think of anything new but everything is a conversation starter and these guys are doing it multiple times a week okay multiple times a week all right and they're not getting very they're not getting hugely emotionally attached to the outcome because what i see so many times is you do a poll for something nobody clicks and you're like well that was pointless i won't do that again and you've literally tried it once okay do different polls, do different question boxes, offer different training, see which one gets the best engagement, see which one actually gets the best feedback. Use that feedback then in your stories to offer it again and again and again, right? Literally giving people the opportunity because it's the easiest conversation starter, okay? But you have to give them the opportunity to do that. What we can't do is just rely on content and waiting for them to come to us. Okay, yes, we can have some outreach strategies in place, but giving them the opportunity to be like, yes, actually, I want this, okay, is ultimately filtering your audience out to the ones that are fucking red hot and the ones that you can start a conversation with because they are telling you that they need help with something, okay? The third thing, all right, they aren't rushing, 
Okay, they are in here. They are in this to build a business. Okay, they're not rushing to get made to be. They're not rushing to get to 10K months. They're not rushing to get to 100 clients. Okay, they aren't even rushing, taking it back 20 levels, the conversation. Okay, they understand that every conversation is a nurture process. Of course, you're going to get some people that are just keen. Their buying behavior is, yeah, let's jump on a call. I want to hear more. Okay, you're going to get others where it's not the case. They need social proof. They need multiple touch points. They need multiple conversations. Okay, but we're not rushing that process. All right. Well, we're not also just sitting back and waiting for them to come to us, which is again something I see with so many coaches. Where you're like, well, I'll start conversations, but I'm never going to shoot my shot. I'll wait for them to ask how the program works. Right. Because you're not really sure how to angle it in. Right. But it needs to get to the point where we offer it. Be like, yeah, cool. I think this is definitely something you can help you with. Would you be up jumping on a quick call and we can run for everything or run through how X program could help you achieve Y? Right. Giving them that opportunity. OK, but you're not rushing to that. OK, you're not jumping straight in and be like, let's jump on a call. Because as I say, you're ultimately then just going to put them off. OK, you need to make sure we aren't rushing. Again, it's very difficult to do that, I know, because you'll be like, if you had like 10 conversations and three of them were like, yeah, let's jump on a call, you'd be like, well, fuck this like nurture process. What do I need to do that for? I can literally just be straight to the point, but that won't happen every single time. And it would literally turn into three out of 100, if that, and then you're playing a volume game and you don't want to do that because that is a waste of everybody's time. Number four, they are analyzing. They are seeing what's working and what isn't. Okay, that's across the board. Okay, so maybe other coaches that are working with the same niche, you know, the social media platform they're using as a whole, they're looking at the messages they are sending, they are looking at actually, we went like, for an example, and I know I've used it in, a, in an episode before, I had it on somebody uh, account is probably about three, four months ago now. We're having a really good conversation. We've gone back and forth for quite a long time. And then the person um, bought into the conversation that they'd started working with ex-coach. Now, I knew that ex-coach did exactly the same role and job as the coach of the account I was working on. So for me, I was like, fuck, what shit? Like, did I? So for me then, I was like, oh, my God, that person could have come into this program. So what I did, rather than sulking and having a tantrum about it, I literally went back through the conversation and analysed it, right? Where could I have offered a call earlier? Could I have asked a better question here? And ultimately, then we're moving forward, okay? But taking the time to analyse. I put out that lead mag magnet. It didn't really work. Nobody said anything, but it's absolutely banging for my audience. It's going to help them. Cool. Okay, so the lead magnet's probably really good. Maybe I need to change the way in which I marketed it. Maybe I need to change the title a little bit. Okay, let's change the title. Let's change the way I put it in the stories, Right. Again, when it comes to doing lead magnets or webinars or anything like that as well, like we see really good results where actually you just put a sticker. So if you put an emoji sticker in your stories, it's low barrier rather than saying message me with the word chat. Right. So it's like actually I did that and actually two people messaged me, but I did the sticker and 20 people clicked it. OK, not all of them are right, but 15 of them are cool. That's seen 15 good ones and that's seen two. Let's do more of that. But taking that time to analyze it, taking taking your time to look to see what has gone right, also what has gone wrong, double down the stuff that's gone right, okay, and tweak, change, look at what could happen and what do we need to maybe adapt when it comes to the things that have gone wrong, all right? So that's number four. Number five, I've literally wrote, like, I have written these down, right, but they're super scribbly, God. I don't know if anyone's the same as me, right? When you have an idea, you get super excited and you just write it down really quick. And I write, read it back and I'm like, I have no idea what that says. It's usually missing like three words in the sentence as well. 
so this one, trying new things, okay? Trying new things. Now, this fits in a little bit with analyzing as well, okay? But it's like, actually, maybe that'll work. Well, we've never actually offered that before. Maybe we'll do that. I've never actually done that. Maybe that could be a good shout, okay? Just being adaptable and being open to try new things, right? And I, I get that can be uncomfortable, but sometimes, and I've been there, we can sit so long in the planning stage we're all very good at writing stuff out putting it on our whiteboard putting it on a notepad getting post-its having highlighters and fucking making it look all colorful but ultimately that's not really getting it out there so plan yes but literally get it out there try new things if it didn't work we then go back to the analyzing bit why didn't it work yeah look actually doesn't need tweaking actually was that a fucking awful idea in the first place did i rush it Okay, because obviously that's something as well. Like, yes, we can plan it, but ultimately we need to implement it and we need to get it out there to see if it works, right? I'm not asking lots of different people as well. Again, I've been I've been caught in this as well, asking lots of different people on their opinion. Maybe, should I do this? Should I do this? It's like, yeah, cool, but the only people that are going to tell you if that's good or not is the audience. And they have no fucking idea of what you're doing at the moment because you haven't put it out there. Put it out there, right? And they'll tell you if it's decent or not. OK, then you can get feedback from it, et cetera, et cetera. You know, so whether you're thinking about doing challenges or whether you're thinking about even just something along the lines of maybe I'll be more direct in my messaging. Give it a try. See what happens. OK, this is obviously especially for people that are warmed up and already been for the nurture sequence, not just obviously straight off the bat. All right. So be adaptable, be willing to try new things. If it doesn't work again, we either now an analyze it or we scrap it and do something else. OK, but these guys just try they boost a post to see what happens that post didn't do very well let's try this one now i'm not saying everybody needs to go and boost their posts okay because ultimately that's an ads game and if you're willing to if you're wanting to pay money for ads you've got to be willing to do it long term okay we don't put 100 pound behind an ad because we really really need that 100 pound back from a client that is the worst time to do advertising but if you've got the money to try about see you know think about it see what happens then 100 percent do it right Again, that won't be aimed at everybody, but it is a case of just trying and seeing what works. And lastly, okay, they are having new conversations all of the time. All of the time. Okay, this is why their inbox is so busy. They are always having conversations, whether it's me doing it, whether it's one of the team doing it, or they're doing it themselves. Always new conversations. So rather than sitting there, OK, which I know some of us do, depending on how busy your inbox is, a lot of us, what we'll do is we'll go through the responses. You're like, cool, outreach done, chats, tick, and then move on. Right. If you've just done 10 responses and only three reply, you might do a response again the next day and then no reply. And then we're back at square one again. OK, so this is why setting them to set yourself a time limit. Be like, right, cool, I'm going to do half an hour. Right, I'm just going to concentrate on conversations. I'm not going to do follows. I'm not going to do engagement. I'm not going to do anything solely concentrating on conversations cool i'll do wrong responses that took 10 minutes right 20 minutes let's go through new followers let me go and message them let's go to story viewers we can go and message them people that engaged in my post let's go and message them cool now we've sent 25 messages right we've done some responses and we've started new conversations okay whether we do half an hour again later which i recommend to be honest obviously when it comes to responses being as responsive as possible is obviously key right and then it'd be like right go back in tomorrow OK, cool. It now took me 20 minutes to do my responses because we sent out more messages and got more people come back. Now I've got a 10 minute window to do some more. Always new conversations. OK, it's not just responses. You cannot rely 
on your business, booking calls, bringing in leads and bringing in new clients just by your responses. Okay, because as I say, they will die out whether they've booked onto a call or not. Then we're having to restart again. If you get into a habit of continually doing it, the cycle will just continue. Okay, rather than doing your responses, then it stops. Then we're starting again, again. Okay, cool. We'll find some motivation or energy or discipline from somewhere. Send 10 messages and then the whole process starts again. Okay, set a time limit and always start new conversations. Always. Okay. So, guys, I hope that helped. All right. So six things that I see with coaches that are absolutely killing it when it comes to outreach. And I say killing it and being successful in outreach means different things to different people. Okay. But ultimately, the end goal is to bring clients into our business, clients that are the right fit because they've gone obviously through the nurture sequence when it comes to the conversation. Okay. But it's all about nurturing, building relationships, building connections, and it is an ongoing thing. Okay. It is an ongoing thing. When you get to the point where obviously business, you're very relatively happy with it, you've got a good number, then ultimately you can turn the dial up and down in terms of how aggressive you are with your outreach in terms of the volume that you do i'd always recommend that it's consistent as i've just spoke about always new conversations on the go but whether that's five or whether that's 50 that is 100 up to you your team the time that you have okay but so just to recap six very similar traits of the guys that are absolutely killing it with outreach multiple touch points okay multiple touch points so it's not just conversations, it's engagements in, on stories, engagements in posts, leaving comments, et cetera, as well. OK, giving their audience multiple times. When I say multiple, multiple times through the week to put their hand in the air and say, yes, I need help with this. Yes, I would like that. So whether that's questions, whether that's polls, whether that's straight to okay, um, a lead magnet landing page, however, it is that you are doing it. Always having new conversations. So always starting new conversations every single day, not just relying on their responses, not rushing. So not rushing in terms of business, not rushing to reach their goal in business. But when we take that 20 steps back, not rushing it each and every conversation to try and get it over the line as quickly as possible, because all that will do is put off the other person. OK, so not rushing. Fifth one analyzing analyzing what went well analyzing what went wrong okay and ultimately that moves into trying new things so we can stick with what we're doing we might just need to tweak it or and i would say actually rather than or try new things putting out new things doing doing a podcast all right putting out a reel trying reels in different formats okay doing a social proof in a different way that isn't just a before and after picture trialing a new lead magnet okay doing lots and lots of different things your audience are the only ones that are going to give you the feedback that is, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, fuck, it was literally just there. That is needed. That wasn't the word I was looking for. But you can ask every coach out there. Ask all the coaches in your mentorship. Ask your mum. Ask, ask your partner. Ask the guys down the gym. But the only people that are going to give you the real answer of whether it's good or not is your audience, okay, because they will vote with their feet for want of a better word i saw that in a gordon ramsay i don't know if you guys have ever watched kitchen nightmares what a program that is by the way and they'd be like oh yeah it's really busy it's like but people were voting for their feet they haven't come back again right so ultimately your audience are going to do the same if there's lots of them putting their hand up you know you're onto a home run if they're not not saying that actually what you've created is bad but do we need to tweak it okay so that comes down into the analysis as well so guys i hope that helps if you have any questions on any of it, please let me know. What I don't want you to do off the back of this is then try and implement everything, 
Okay, but there is definitely two to three of those that you can start implementing straight away, even if it's just new conversations and giving people the opportunity to say, yes, I want something, okay, that you've created. That's something that we can start doing today, straight off the bat now, okay? And then ultimately not rushing is going to come into it with the conversations and all the other things are going to come into it over time. But I hope that helped, guys. If you have any questions on any of it, please, please, please let me know. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday and I shall speak to you guys soon.